With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. And today is a good day because Liverpool beat AC Milan 3-2 in the Champions League last night. Started off like a house on fire, probably should have been 4-0 up after 15 minutes, but we're only 1-0 up at Trent Alexander-Arnold Cross that was deflected in by Fikayo Tomori to put the Reds 1-up. Mo Salah would miss a penalty, and Liverpool would continue to dominate Milan up until about 40 minutes. When things went a little bit haywire, two strings of errors that all began with a midfielder out of position led to two Milan goals in about 90 seconds, and Liverpool went in 2-1 down in a game where they had absolutely dominated. And I think that that was the difference between Virgil van Dijk not being in the team as opposed to when he is in the team. Because when he is in the team, I don't think that 90 seconds happens. Even if they score once, they don't score again. And therein lies what Virgil brings to us is that that organization, that ability to just clamp things down and not get very, very messy the way we did for a period of time. But Liverpool came out in the second half and Mo Salah made a 2-2. A lovely assist by Divock Origi, who was the surprise starter. Uh, Salah finished past Mike Mannion. And then Jordan Henderson made it 3-2 with a skipping half volley from the edge of the box. One of those that just clips the ground and seems to pick up speed, found its way into the bottom corner, a lovely goal and a great win. And a well-deserved win as well. Like There will be some people that will say, oh, Milan were a bit unfortunate, but they weren't. Milan were very, very fortunate not to go home having conceded six or seven because Liverpool absolutely spanked them for large periods of the game. Uh, Jurgen picked a team with Allison, Trent, Matip, Gomez, Robertson, who Glenn Hoddle for some reason continually called Robinson throughout the game. Uh, Henderson, Fabinho, and Naby Keita in midfield, and then Mo Salah, Divock Origi, and Diogo Jota in the front three. Klopp made full use of the five sub five substitution rule. Uh, which the Champions League was smart enough to implement again this season, even though the Premier League was not. Uh, We saw Naby Keita replaced. We saw Jordan Henderson replaced. We saw the full front three replaced. So Klopp giving them their rest, giving the likes of Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, Thiago Alcantara, um... I can't think who else. Curtis Jones came on, um, giving them all uh, a kind of a run out and an opportunity. James Milner came on late and um, proceeded to do some very James Milner things. And the fifth substitution, I think, was Sadio Mane. He came on, he wasn't the fifth one brought on, but yeah, it was Sadio Mane. Sorry, my head is not working properly. The players that came off the bench were Thiago, Milner, Mane, Ox and Curtis Jones. Uh, Curtis came on actually in the left-sided forward role and looked quite lively. 
Sadio came on and did some Sadio things and skied a shot into the stands. Ox came on, made one great tackle. Thiago came on and just oozed quality as he does. And Milner did very Milner things, which included kicking someone up into the air, uh, taking a yellow card that he didn't need to take, trying to dribble the ball and then deciding to just run it into the corner flag, despite there been four minutes left on the clock. Um, all good fun and a very good victory. This is a good Milan team, like I said. And I think we saw that there are good players. Theo Hernandez, Fikayo Tamore, Rafael Leao, Frank Kessie, Ishmael Benesser. They all gave good accounts to themselves. Anti Rebage played well, got a goal, almost had a second, but Robbo managed to clear it off the line before uh, Brahim Diaz tapped it home. That was their second goal. So this victory sets Liverpool up well because... Atletico Madrid and Porto drew last night. And Atletico will be disappointed in that result. They were expected to quite comfortably beat Porto. They're in pretty good form domestically. But they have been leaving things late quite a bit. They have been sort of scraping their way over the line rather than showing kind of the the impressive form you'd expect from a team coming off the back of a... La Liga title. So next up, Liverpool will travel to Porto. That is two weeks away. It's on a Tuesday night. Well, on the same night, Atletico go to Milan. That's that's a hell of a game. Milan versus Atletico Madrid should be well balanced. Liverpool away to Porto is generally a game that Liverpool have had joy from in recent years. You'll all remember the 5-0 victory there a couple of years back in the Champions League. That's the type of game Liverpool can go and win. Porto are are good, but not great. This is not a classic Porto team. Failed to win the league last season. Never really got going the way they wanted to. Had spurts and spells, but just not the quality of team that they would hope to be. A couple of good players there, and obviously Marco Grujic there from, from Liverpool, or formerly of Liverpool, He's now there on a loan with an obligation to buy, I think is how it works out. So he'll have a point to prove. He'll want to He'll want to turn up against the club that didn't really give him a chance. But that's a game Liverpool should win. It's a game I think Jurgen Klopp will look to win. I think it's a game he'll target. And if they can get six points on the board after two games and then head to Madrid, you could look at that as one where a draw would be a good result. You come back, you beat Atletico at Anfield. And then you have 10 points after four games and you still have Porto at home to come. So 13 points after five, you'd be going to Milan, almost certainly qualified as group winners, which would be a very nice position to be in. Uh, to jump around the main Liverpool-related sites, obviously the club site has some highlight videos from last night. Uh, every angle of Henderson's winner, uh, which was obviously a, a very nice strike. Um, good reaction to the match plenty of stuff there on liverpool.com there is a headline Liverpool sent Mohamed Salah warning as Reds won transfer of world class 283 goal striker uh, Robert Lewandowski has been linked I think we can all agree that is not going to happen there is no chance of us signing Robert Lewandowski and it would not affect Mo Salah in the slightest anyway. Um, 
there's a piece that Liverpool are in line for a share of two billion US dollars as the Premier League gets set for a new deal with American TV outlets. A piece about Teo Wani and whether or not Liverpool's decision to sell him could backfire. Liverpool set to beat Barcelona to transfer is about Kareem Adeyemi, who's obviously been linked in recent weeks. Over on This Is Anfield, there's a lot of reaction to the match, some player ratings, um, some different headlines from around the different newspapers, and uh, a nice piece about Trent and a familiar face in the crowd. That's that's well worth a read. On AnfieldIndex.com, there is a piece about the Harvey Elliott in- injury, which is well worth your while giving a read. It's by Sam McGuire. And there is a piece entitled The World Class Upgrade, which is today's piece by Stephen Smith and is absolutely excellent, as as always. Uh, Podcast-wise, we did post-match roll last night. Uh, myself, Trev and Harry Sethi, we recorded it live on Discord and it is out for you to listen to now on the Anfield Index app. Uh, there's also the new Rival Recon with Harry Sethi. And the latest version of Scouted for Palace has also been recorded. Uh, match it completely off the reservation. He's he's lost the plot, but it's out. Um, there's a little addendum to it at the end, so make sure you keep listening. Don't cut it off early. There's a little bit at the end you might want to listen to if you've got any kind of interest in the League Cup. But uh, that's about it for today, then. That is us, the Reds. Three points to the good in the Champions League. Off to a flyer. Always nice to play AC Milan. Only the third competitive match between the two sides. The first time we've actually beaten them officially because obviously our famous win was a penalty shootout. So this is the first time we've beaten them in regulation time. And um, all things considered, it was a good night. It was an enjoyable game. It was a little bit manic at times, but it was really nice. And it's really good to see all the local patch journalists, all praising Naby Keita, who I thought was excellent. I think everybody's in agreement that Fabinho was the best player on the park. And uh, I think we're all also in agreement that, you know, no more Champions League without Virgil, please and thank you. Uh, we will leave it at that for today. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.